0: Welcome to The Real Walk Podcast, where Christ is the focus and we tell you all about what following him is really like. Here, we keep it real and honest about our walk with Jesus, which means the message isn't always easy to stomach, but always for the purpose of edifying. So buckle up and listen in. It's about to be a good one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Real Walk Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy. And welcome to a new week (laughs) um i may sound like i'm speaking into a vacuum right now but that's just simply because listen i'm not sick i'm not sick (laughs) it's just that there's a thing going around i just found out that i'm not the only one going through this but when seasons change right i for some reason just have like flu like symptoms and but i'm not coughing right i'm just sneezing a lot my eyes are kind of droop it's just it's, it's so weird and i hear like a bunch of people being like ew i'm going through the same thing And i'm like i i did not no, i didn't know i didn't know this is a thing um but yeah isn't that just funny when your body just starts changing You're like it just it just doesn't do the things it used to do and it just adopts new habits yeah no <laughs> i'm i wasn't prepared for all of that but everything is all good um you know just believing for healing and speedy recovery otherwise I'm, I'm, I'm all good um but i'm like oh this is also happening when i'm coming back from a women's conference that started um this past friday saturday and when i tell you i was absolutely floored i mean it's always a privilege and awesome Um, experience to be in fellowship with other believers but I think beyond even that there's something about just a gathering together even as like with other women it's like we get each other we have somewhat the same struggles right we go through the same not the same but similar things and lies that the enemy tries to whisper to us and it's all the same and yeah let me just say I you know walked out with a new perspective and it felt like it was just god's appointment for me to be there you know a couple of weeks ago i was crying my eyes out about how i'm battling this whole i don't feel like i'm good enough and i know like i've I've cried out to god even about that i'm like even as a christian i feel like i'm not good enough and just even as a person i just sometimes feel like I'm not good enough. I feel like I'm not good enough even for this podcast to be speaking to people. It's like, what do you know? Um, but I feel like a lot of all those lies fell fell away. And God just kind of reminds me, like, you're not in this alone. I've never left you. I've never abandoned you. What makes you think you're going to face it all by yourself? Believe my truths and what I see about you. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> but you know like as uplifting and amazing as that was I mean it like as I was just sitting there watching the pink impact which by the way once it comes up I I highly suggest and recommend that you listen to it it's awesome anyway and so I sat there and the thought just came to me that whisper it was like this is the topic <laughs> and so welcome to a new week and this monday we are talking about sin <laughs> yes Woo-hoo. i need to get me like some background effects of like applauses because yeah this is something we we don't like talking about it's not nice it's not a nice cup of coffee to drink it's not like especially on a monday you're gonna come at me like that kathy yes yes i am i'm sorry i'm gonna do it um but the bible does talk about sin and we are a people that commit sins and if you're a christian and you want to tell me i don't i, I don't do no sins we're gonna pray for you after this but what i'm trying to say is Sin is a part of the flesh nature. It's a part of our human nature. And, you know, I mean, I've I've tried. And I mean, I've tried hard to be that person who's like, I'm not, I don't want to mess up my relationship with God. I don't want to do anything to offend him. And I don't want to do anything to hurt him. And yet I always find myself slipping up on one right because i can name a few of the sins that are but these ones are known as like the seven deadly sins um in the in the bible but i'm not gonna like speak specifically on each one but we're just gonna cover sin as a whole bracket and it's pride is envy gluttony lust anger (laughs) greed and sloth um hashtag you know laziness um which I was a bit shocked by the last one I'm like that one is deadly and it's true you know it's deadly to you the call of God in your life I note this because <laughs> um, I know I'm still I'm still trying to get through it you know and just just got through a whole bunch of stuff that you wanted to do I mean you have a whole list of stuff that you, you have to do but you don't do it yeah yeah But, you know, Romans chapter 6, verse 23, you know, God tells us that the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, uh, our Lord. And, you know, I I think of this and I'm like, Lord, I am wrong. So many times I I mess up, you know, because God tells us, you know, anger is a problem. The acts of the flesh, you can find them in Galatians chapter 5, uh, verse 19 to 21. The acts of flesh are the sexual immorality, their impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, uh, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and all that stuff. And it's like I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. No, I'm that person. <laughs> sometimes I get jealous. Okay, sometimes someone does something and hate shows up. And I sometimes, like I, I I share a lot, right, about how I struggle with sometimes anger. Fits of rage can show up out of nowhere. Like that stems from insecurity. But I don't want to, you know, blame um, strongholds or even like demons as to why I may act that way even though they may have a role to play but I think we have a duty right to be aware of temptation because ahead of time I used to think temptation is part of sin if I get tempted I must be sinning. because I mean I'm just one step into the door anyway right but I recently learned temptation is not sin (laughs) but what you do from temptation is sin and you know sometimes i wonder i'm like god why do you even allow some of these temptations to go through and i sometimes think that's just god's way of showing us like um that growth that you're not the same as you were then can you realize what's going on here right and because the devil is always going to try to tempt you Um, But we also keep in mind that the culture we live in today is a culture of Listen to your heart Listen to your heart Trust Trust your heart What is your heart telling you to do? Honey if I listen to my heart all the time (laughs) I'd be in so much trouble (laughs) If I listen to my heart all the time Just like the Bible says the wages of sin is death i i genuinely believe i wouldn't be here today because there are things i want to do that are deadly for me and god knows this right but i don't i always say he's the one who sees um five hours from now he's the god who sees 10 minutes even from now as i'm in here i'm here i am in the past but he sees 10 minutes from now so that's the future and i always think he knows better god knows better always and i know as a christian fellow listener you know god does um he knows and is his ways are far better but can we ask ourselves a question you and i why do we still give in (laughs) Why do we still give in into these lusts? Why do we still give in into these desires of the flesh? Um, and you know, as like my pastor usually likes to say, it's it's because it everything in in every day I feel like there's just the battle of your spirit and the flesh, and the one you feed the most is always going to win. Um, I this concept was not hard for me to understand (laughs) because I I take uh, psychology and there's something called, um, what is it, conditioned response or something like that. And it's like the more you um, pair some sort of like um, reaction or something like that to um, a response to something and you keep doing it over and over and over again, right? Your brain knows, oh, when I do that, then this is going to lead to this, right? And when I do that, it's not going to lead to that. Um, For example, you know, let's go to the first sin ever committed. (laughs) Um, Well, I won't say the first sin because I think, you know, anyone can debate me on it. But I would like to say the first sin that had happened was... um, In the garden, right? Um, So I guess I wouldn't say the first sin. (laughs) I'd say the first murder. The first murder to ever happen. And this is Abel and Cain. And Abel, you know, fam is bringing the best to God, right? And God sees that and he's pleased by that. But Cain gives God the remaining 2% now okay. Let let let's let's do uh, the modern rendition of this story. I usually like I'm like if you say the Bible is boring, it's because you haven't done the modern rendition. Um, <laughs> so so um, Abel. Let's do it this way. Abel is showing up to church on Sunday, and Abel is trying so hard to get in the word every day he is making room for the voice of god cuz i don't want to i don't want to put people in that in that place of like you know um this is what you ought to do for you to be good in god's eyes so i'm going to make it this way he makes time every day for the voice of god to be in the presence of god it don't it don't matter if what god is he's number one is his main priority he's like god i i give you everything i'm bringing you into my work i'm bringing you into my family i'm doing bring you into the things i do when i'm walking I'm, I'm i'm you know manning my field you're all i think about god and fam kane is like i'm here i'm here sunday um you know um the rest of the time, the rest of the week, I'm nowhere found. There's, uh I don't remember you, Lord, until you know my my Bible remains in the in the under my seat in in the car. I will remember you um, Saturday morning. Yeah, that that should work, right? It's not even a fraction of the whole time of the whole week anyway and so you know they shot before god now what i like about the lord right is that in old testament everybody always says y'all god was god wasn't taking nonsense like if we were living in the olden days we would all be screwed like this would be crazy okay this would be too much like what It's so good, I'm not living in those days. And I say, newsflash, he's still the same God. The eras and the times have changed, but he's still the same God. He's still the same God that told um, Adam and Eve to get out of the garden. He's still the same God that told Cain, be gone, get to stepping. (laughs) Um, Just, you're going to be out, you know? wandering off by yourself and so let's never forget that he's still the same god he doesn't change okay and so that's that's the scenario and so abel is giving his best in everything and you know what god is speaking let's say sunday comes god is speaking god says to abel i like your i like your your what you what you're bringing what you're presenting in our relationship this is good he shows up to cain and he says, Cain, I know this is not the best that you can do. To be honest, Abel's was was you know that was pretty good. Your brother Abel, he'd be doing something. And, um, and then he said, and then obviously Cain gets you know gets sad. I don't. You don't want to hear that. You don't. You don't want to see another person. You don't want to see another person living out their life like they're more. It's like you can't you can't put a finger on it. It's like why does it seem like everything keeps going well for you, but both of us are Christians, and I'm the only one who's struggling. But it looks like you're not. Do you get what I mean? You ever see those moments? Because mm-hmm, I do. <laughs> and then so and sometimes yes, I feel like I'm I'm, I'm a Cain, and so Cain is there, and he's like this sucks. Like my brother just did better than me. But I always like to think, if you notice, okay. So I love this because it's the part where god is doing something here which he's doing to all of you and i hope you listen for it and you take it seriously when god literally said to Cain, "Cain, why are you angry why is your face downcast <laughs> if you do what's right will you not be accepted but if you do not do what is right sin is crouching at your door it desires to have you but you must rule over it okay (laughs) let's pause right there that's why i'm always like i in it actually kind of makes me annoyed when i hear all the time i think i i went down a rabbit hole in instagram one time and someone had made a page and they they used to be a christian before they were actually even a youth pastor and they totally flipped on the other side the other side i don't want to make sound like this sides but they you know practically said i'm not a christian anymore and i'm gonna expose everything well they say they're exposing but they're they are bringing things to to light about what what is wrong about christianity and i hear all the time i hear the same thing we say god is good you guys say your god is good but he killed babies, he accepted for people to die, He accept- you see what I'm saying, all these things. And to me, I always find like I want to get all like, I want to become a keyboard warrior in the comments. Be like, hello? Context. Read this story. I always think there's always the love of God, if you find it. God, see the devil, right? Guilt trips you. He condemns you. Makes you feel like dirt, like you're at the bottom of the barrel. But God's correction has love in it. And if you miss it, especially when you're reading New Testaments, which I would encourage everybody this whole week, when you're reading or just not even this whole week, like anytime when you're reading the Old Testament and God is correcting somebody, I'm encouraging you to find the love in it. I want you to find God's love in it. You know what I mean? And I admire so much how, number one, we we know god does not tolerate sin he does not they're not homies (laughs) but he deals with it do you get what i'm saying the reason why god will not allow and will not accept a sinful lifestyle in your life is because at the end when he comes he's not here to tell you to correct you this is your correction time (laughs) i always say i would rather struggle (laughs) fight and and be corrected for anything i'm doing wrong now then burn for it later and yes this that's why i say don't ever lose that this is still the same god he's still the same god who told adam and eve to leave the garden but keep in mind he's still the same god who clothed them them before they went out do you get what i'm saying And yes, he's still the same God who's going to come at the end of time, we read in Revelations, and it's not gonna be pretty either, why? Because this is a correction time. Yes, you and I, fellow Christian, are running this race, but are we perfect at the race? No. You know, I had a conversation um, yesterday, sitting and I'm like, love the correction of God. (laughs) It hurts god talks about this discipline sucks we know it hurts to be corrected but that's in the same word that you read the same god breathed word say god corrects the ones he loves he loves you and in this moment we're seeing god correcting Cain. he warned Cain. sin is at the door <laughs> it desires to have you the enemy is at the door He wants you to do whatever you wanna do. He wants you to have your own version of the truth apart from what God is saying. He wants you to believe that there are other ways to heaven other than him. He wants you to believe that you can live a life of compromise and please God at the same time. Because let me tell you how this plays. It is true. Sin births death. And if it's not birthing the eternal death, it births a spiritual death. <laughs> I've seen people and I've heard of people who were on fire for God. They messed up and the guilt <laughs> ate them up to the point where they couldn't take it anymore. They were like, I don't think God can use me. Because first the devil makes you believe that what you're doing is nice. God want to take away something nice from you that didn't he say the same thing to Eve see God is only trying to prevent you from having the nice things I'm trying to give you the nice things and we fall for it and then what happens after once we realize oh I messed up we do just like Adam and Eve is when God is calling you he's calling you he's calling out for you we run we tell him I'm too messy for you. I'm, I'm tainted now. I'm, I'm damaged. Why? Because first he convinces you of this lie that this is fun, isn't it? Until it's not. And now he tortures. He tortures over and over this mental cage. And it, it, it hurts me because I see so many people Fall into it, wow! (laughs) Why am I getting emotional? They fall into it, and it's so hard for them to get out. It's a trap, it really is. But can I give you? Can I help you with something? If you're that person, and you're like, man, I've I've sinned so badly. King's God, He can. He doesn't. He doesn't want anything to do with me. Yes, He does. In the beginning of the the, this episode you know like i I told you i always say he's the same god who knows five minutes from now and so he knows me better than i know myself he knows of all my shortcomings he knows of all my weaknesses and he knows where i mess up (laughs) how do i know this That he already knows <laughs> he already knows because first john chapter 1 verse 8 to 10 says if we claim to be without sin we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us if we confess our sins he's faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness if we claim we have not sinned we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us you're like i stumbled out of those deadly sins i might have committed like three <laughs> i might have come i might have done like three in one day confess them to god tell him he already knows but tell him there's something releasing about saying going to him and and telling because let me tell you let me tell you why let me tell you how how awesome our god is right like you better flex on him he says this to Cain, right? Sin is at the it's at the doorstep. It's literally it wants to devour you. Sin, Cain doesn't listen. My man Cain doesn't listen. He continues to do whatever he wants to do, please himself. Cool. What does he do? He kills his brother. And if you haven't noticed, um, a pattern. What happened after Eve and Adam ate the apple? <laughs> cute okay. i'm laughing because i say the apple because that's like the 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 so-called like the the main <laughs> the main fruit that's always um um painted but it's not an actual apple <laughs> it's, not, it's not an actual apple. i don't think the bible says an apple i think it's just as a fruit but you know what i mean it's the exact anyway what he asks um when he's uh what he does next is the exact same thing he does to Cain Cain where is Abel Adam and Eve where are you do you see how loving god is if you if you didn't if you didn't catch it you missed it then hold on i just told you that first john says chapter 8 I think first John or chapter 4 says confess to him and he will forgive you all your sins and he will purify you of all unrighteousness yet also when Cain and both Adam and Eve had sinned he asks them where are you where is your brother now is that not God literally spoon feeding forgiveness right to you i don't understand how any how how complicated any any complicated this could get how uncomplicated it could get i mean god presents us with so many opportunities to return to him question is do you see it You might be like, I've messed up. I cheated. And the next thing, you're just walking down. You meet someone and they are telling you, I just cheated on my boyfriend or or I cheated on my girlfriend. And I asked them to forgive me and they did. And you're like, I'm sorry, when did I ask you for your life story? You can just be going about your day and someone tells you the depth of forgiveness restoration and redemption god is always extended just like how he called us to him don't ever forget you were in sin when god came to get you so what makes you think he gives you one chance and oh 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 you just going you're just gonna mess up again you're just gonna disrespect me like that. In fact, it's even more of a disrespect for you to sit there and pretend like I'm prim and proper. I didn't sin. I don't make no mistake. The Bible says if you say there's no sin in you, you're saying he's a liar. I'm not about to call God a liar. Instead, I'm gonna say, okay, God, I'm not perfect. Boom. That's the truth. But I'm going to tell you when I mess up. Why? Because you're my father who loves me. And because you love me, you want to correct me. Why? So I don't do this again. Because you want me to show the devil next time he comes around, he drives around my lane. You better reverse, buddy. You better back up. Why? Because not only have I been redeemed out of crap that you left me in <laughs> but I'm stronger and I'm tell it to your face you can't you can't come up in front of my door now get to stepping why because let me tell you something I heard this somewhere the devil is not unoriginal he's going the question is when do we notice we're going in circles because the devil will do one thing and then You overcome it. Okay, cool. And then he's gonna come back around and do the exact same thing. He may not use the exact same people. He may not use the exact same method, but honey, the sin is still the same. The sin is still the same. It still becomes jealousy. It can be, oh, I'm jealous because so-and-so got a higher grade. I'm jealous because so-and-so got a higher promotion. I'm jealous because I wanted something, but they got it. It's not gonna show up the same way but the sin still comes back the same question is when do we start to be like Lord truth be told I have a problem with jealousy help me the same Bible you read tells us that he has given you help when you're being tempted he has provided help for you now you can only be aware of that help if you dwell with him if you are sitting in his presence because I heard somewhere the Holy Spirit is such a gentleman (laughs) you know even the Bible says that when you um, when you blaspheme the Holy Spirit you're going to get in trouble with the Father okay See, that's why I'm like, yo, even the Holy Spirit himself is just like, I'm not even about to handle this. This is not, this is the manifest power of God. It's not to be messed with. Which means, I like to think, okay, the power of God is like, there's a car. You're You're in a car shop and there's a bunch of tools at your disposal. There's so many tools at your disposal. And each time a car comes in with different problems, you can use different tools to get the job done. But I can't fix a car, right? I can't just simply claim that I have a... Like, no one is going to come into the store if I close the shop. If I don't show up to the shop at all, no one is going to show up, and the the tools are just going to remain there unused. So, I'm going to ask you, when are you going to turn the key, get inside, and um, turn on all the lights and flash the open sign, so so you can be with the with the spirit. I said this yesterday in passing with my family because we read something and you know this on social media and this woman was talking about how her son drew this picture of some sort of kids show it's a kids show that's what it says on YouTube and it's just some sort of like a creepy monster thing I've called I forgot what it's called it's called a huggle something whatever I don't know what it's, it's, not, it's not really huggle but it's, but it's a thing in the thing and this animation tells kids to kill their parents to disobey them and all that stuff and you know this woman she's like I don't let him watch this but he saw it when he was at school and his friend showed it to him and so she sat there and she asked her son did the thing ever say anything to you and her son said yeah it said to kill you but God told me not to now this is one one family where there's a mom and her son who know the lord (sighs) what does that say about a family living in a house and they don't know anything about jesus and they're watching things like this (laughs) and demons are whispering literally to children to kill their parents what do we do now I said my response to that was we're living in times where if you're not tight with the spirit things are gonna get crazy (laughs) the world the Bible talks about the earth groans for the coming King the earth itself is calling out for the return of Jesus and what does that mean the Bible talks about it things are gonna get crazy Things are gonna change. The atmosphere is not gonna be what it used to be. So who's gonna stand up and be the light when it's it's dark around us? You're like, but I'm tired. I'm the only. I'm the only light in my school. I'm the only light in my block. I'm the only light in my family. You have a. You have the power in you that rose Christ from the dead. He's not there for you to just look like a christian actually partner with god this is the time when we we need to be sitting down and be like okay god so um who do i need to pray for in my family okay so make a list okay this my cousin is, is not saved this this is what's going on okay and we need to start interceding for people we have to start evangelizing the people because it's getting real crazy out there and only God, only trusting in Jesus is it's gonna help you. But we're living in a day and age where now sin is being celebrated. You no, know, I saw one time, it was like, it wasn't like a dating site and it was, they were like, I like a guy that gets jealous, <laughs> what? don't 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 like somebody that gets jealous um the only person who has authority and actual right to be jealous is god he's a jealous god what is he jealous for you you are his creation yet we lust over minuscule things that don't even compare to him anyway (laughs) um that was that lesson on lesson, chat. I like to call them chats. You know what? You and I, we just we're just we just we just we're just, just, just learning. we're just growing together. Outpour <laughs> into each other and we know we're sharpening each other, iron sharpen iron. This is this is that moment right here. Um but I just want to quickly pray. Heavenly Father, help us. <laughs> really, that is it. Help us. We know we're living in last days, we're living in last minutes. Lord, we don't we don't we want to be corrected by you. And God, we admit that we are constantly at times led by our flesh into sin, into these traps. But I pray, God, help us be aware of areas of temptation in our lives. Help us, Father, be able to see when the enemy is trying to knock at our door help us see when he's trying to come around our block i declare over us oh god that we will not accept for sin to crouch at our door and i pray oh lord father we will not accept pride or or self-righteousness to prevent us from running to you in times of trouble i pray god father that we become humble enough oh lord to accept that we are sinners before you in need of a messiah the Lord in those moments where we slip up and we stumble, we know that we have a forever refuge. Who says, Come to me. I'm the living water. Come to me. No one else can purify you and make you clean. No one else can coach you from going out of going the wrong direction. No one else will value you so much to tell you you're going the wrong way. And, I, and we know God that f- for, from not even now but from the beginning of time to the end there's no one else who's been cheering us and screaming from the side of the of the of the of the bleachers to keep on running we know that you together with all of heaven are cheering us on watching our race unfold and, and i pray god that we will not run And be tired and weary. I pray on the days when we do feel tired and weary, we are not prideful, but rather we become humble to call on you, so you can renew our strength, and we can fly like eagles. Thank you, Lord, that nothing is impossible for you. We're not dirty. We're not too dirty for you. Rather, we're loved by a God that cares and adores us so much that He can't just stand by and watch us ruin our lives. So thank you, Lord that just as much as we cry out to you that you are more than enough when we want things <laughs> Father we pray that you are more than enough even when we are in trouble in Jesus name Amen alright this was a long one this editor is going to be <laughs> um, not that pleased with me but listen I, I, I prayed before this I said Holy Spirit dear Lord I'm surrendering my whole self to you. Use me. <laughs> Use me as your vessel. And yeah, I mean, I didn't even have any notes. I didn't know where anything was going. But phew, sounds pretty good, okay? And <laughs> um, but anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And you already know once we're gonna get into the outro what you gotta do. And. You know keep on showing love to the you know on the social media accounts and stuff like that you know you can share you can even rate um our podcast, and because you know that does help us with uh, you know getting more people hearing the word um you can even share this to somebody who you think they gotta hear this they gotta hear this um yeah but anyway you already know what to do see you next week bye Thank you for tuning in to the Real Walk Podcast. We hope this added value to your walk with the Lord Jesus. Before you go, don't forget to rate and subscribe so you never miss an upload. All the socials are in the description. So until next time, be sure to keep it real.